Welcome back from Minute 57 of Iron Man 1. I'm Brian. I'm Richard. And this is I Love You 3000 Minutes, the podcast that takes the longest run. Nope, that traveled back in time using only our lightning connectors and one USB-C type cord so that we could rewatch the entire Infinity Saga from Iron Man 1 to Spider-Man Far From Home one marvelous minute at a time. Richard, what happened in this minute? He continues working on that boot. He calls the robotic arm a tragedy. Yeah, I kept saying travesty, and when we watched it, I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) You are a tragedy. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, eventually it gets to the point where he's ready to try it, and he's like, I hope this works, and uh, our view goes to a camera's view, and it's more of a scene of the entire lab. Like a home recording type thing. Yeah. And it's more of a scene of the entire lab. And he's like, okay. And he's kind of looking at all the parts that he has on and he kind of fiddles with the hand thing a little bit. And then he just says in the video what he's going to do, because that's what scientists do with experiments so that they can look at the footage later and know exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we'll see if even 10% power can achieve lift. And um, it achieves lift. It achieves a lot of lift. And it <laughs> propels him straight into this <laughs> diagonal ceiling wall behind him. Yep. Uh Kind of, he does half a backflip before he splatters. He doesn't actually splatter. He doesn't die. Uh, He just kind of hits it, and it looks painful. Oh, before doing it, he told the machines around him to look alive in case there's a fire, and one of them was pretty alive, and just hit him with a fire extinguisher. Not literally hit him with a fire extinguisher, but he sprays him with a fire extinguisher for three or four seconds. Just... And I love this minute because I, like many, watch the trailer where he, like, is actually floating around his area, which is a later minute that we're going to get into. And then when he lands, it goes, yeah, I can fly. So in the theater, seeing this, getting ready, I'm like, all right, I know what's coming. I know what's coming. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> like, some slapstick comedy. Mwah. Perfect. Perfect way to, like, I'm sure they scripted it like this anyway, but using the movie and the advertising to set you up for one expectation and then completely divert it. Beautiful. And I had never caught that line of, let's see if 10% achieves lift capacity. That's kind of mm-hmm. silly considering mm-hmm. now. So he has a lot of ample power in what he made, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> which is another way to describe my daughter. She has a lot of ample power. <laughs> and something I made. <laughs> Alright, but let's do a little scrub through. We get a better view of that screen in the background in the beginning of this minute, so it is a boot mm-hmm. in the top right-hand corner around the, like, one-second mark, although on the left side of the screen, still confused at those parts. But we get the boot mirroring the boot in real life, so that when that back part of it opens, the view on the computer screen changes to a open model of it. Not very technical, but what does this E and F on the home video camera mean? It's so... Empty, full? It's so, it's so complicated. It's the battery. I know it's the battery, but what does the E and F mean? Empty, full? Yeah. Who who says that about a battery? Some people. Besides on my car. I've seen that. (laughs) (laughs) Your car. I don't give a double A battery and be like, it's full. (laughs) It's just a battery. It could be the tape, I guess. No, it's the battery. It's It's definitely a battery. It's funny because at 12 seconds, it zooms out, but it's already been filming for a minute and three seconds. Mm -hmm. And he's setting up one of the lights. Maybe? Or is there another camera on that light? Is it like a backup? Mm. Mm. He lifted Mm. something up. 
Yeah. I mean, that light's uh, more towards the camera, so he's setting up something behind it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we've got a few lights to illuminate the area. What is this kind of flooring? He's I don't got, know. I don't know what that is. He's got an extra bit of flooring that actually reminds me. A lot of mobile dance floors. When I used to dance doing ballroom, they had this that they could lay down and like put together, and it was easier. So you could have a you could have a dance floor in any place. But it's a stage. You set up a little stage. Yeah, it's probably uh, more precise measurements. You know, like and so that he doesn't burn the floor, his actual floor. Could be. I mean, it's a cement floor. He probably doesn't care that much, but I'm thinking maybe each square is two feet by two feet, and so it's just makes it easier to yeah. We've got a to, little to measure distance in his experiments. So. Nice. Half got, a meter. So he's saying what they are at the bottom. Start. Mark half a meter and back of center. Yeah, so. he's all the squares are marked with like a zero, one, or two, and three coming back. So yeah, each square is about a meter far because he goes half a meter. Start mark half a meter back of center. So right. center would be zero. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, technically, he puts this left foot in the middle of the square, so not on the line, mm-hmm. and then he steps his right foot back. Out of frame, so is each square a quarter meter? All right, zoom back out a little bit so that we know exactly where zoom is. I mean, not zoom out, uh, rewind just a little bit before the camera, his home camera zooms in. So, so it goes to three and two, one, zero, and then this is zero, and his shoe stops in the middle of this square, his left shoe, and mm-hmm. then his right shoe steps back, so they're within the square, or possibly on the line at the back of the square. Wait, actually, let me see if it... There we go. See? Mm-hmm. In trying to describe it, I kept talking about the 20-second mark, but then at the 29-second mark, we get a bigger zoomed out. So mm-hmm. see how his... His heels. Yeah, his heels are two um, lines two. away, so... Are each square a quarter meter? He said, oh man, uh, the thing is, the meter really looks like two of those squares, if I know, you know, knowing what a meter is. Yeah. Um, and also he calls that center at the zero, but then for the square closest to us, it only goes two lengths. Like, it at... It's not the center of that stage that he set up. That zero is not the center of that stage, no, but I, mean, I, th- but I think he's calling it center. I think all the numbers go out from I, it. I would think one. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but if you actually think of center, the actual center of that stage is where that one is, right? So half a meter back would yeah. be that back square. Yeah, where you had your thumb. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't know. Very confusing I don't, marking. I don't know why he <laughs> set, it, set it up like that. It's like he, he didn't number it uh, centered. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the, actually half a meter behind center is where he's standing. It's behind the one instead of the zero. So normally the zero would be the middle. I don't know why on that stage the one is the middle. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're looking at when he backflips onto the wall and one of his heels makes a big spark. So it either hits a light and breaks it or he I, damaged think, it. I, think he dan- I think he hit a light because we can see both of the heels going out, but there's only sparks on the, the left know. heel. Yeah, I don't know if it's he broke the heel or if he just broke a little light that was yeah. up there. And it might it would make sense. That's where the lights are. So, yeah. Well, yeah, we actually get a little shot of him continuing to work at his desk. Yeah, near the end of the minute at 59 seconds, we see what's at the bottom of the Stark mug, RPL. Does that mean anything to you? Absolutely nothing. But you, your whole career is in mug making. Right. And no one wants to stalk Richard. Look at the mug makers first. He's sipping from his Stark, Stark mug at the bottom of the cup. Mm-hmm. 
And we've got some schematics of the boots. Yeah, nothing too complicated there. It's funny because where he lifts off, the smoke is still there. And there's some sparks just from his liftoff mm -hmm. on the ground. So yeah. that left boot was having issues. <laughs> no, it's both boots, I think. On the ground, at least. You know there's lift from both boots. Not yeah. sure. I mean, because here are the sparks from the left boot, but then there's a bunch of other sparks over there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, both sparks on the ground. I don't know. I'm not sure how much they thought about that. I'm sure they thought. I feel like, yeah, they definitely, I think they thought about it probably a lot. But I think on the right hand is the control of the power. Are these two of the same things? Or are they two separate? I don't think no. so. I, it, like, on his left hand is something he controls with all fingers, and then his right hand is something he's holding, I thought. They're kind of similar. Kind of similar, but... It goes a little further out on the left hand. There's extra bits. Mm -hmm. Like, on the left hand, it just looks like something he's controlling with more of his individual digits. And then on the right hand is something that he just kind of tosses in his hand and he's holding it. I don't know. So, so, like, the right hand might be controlling how much power to send to the boots, and the left hand is kind of, like, just pulling the trigger. I don't know. Well, I feel like I've been very boring in this minute, but... Looks like he needs to try again with 1% thrust. <laughs> uh, I was trying to decide if that was a... That's what she said, Joe. Thank you so much for not doing it. 